0: Thanks for stopping by today at the Cairo Corner, located at the intersection of health and wellness, a podcast dedicated to educating and entertaining one stop at a time. We got some fun stuff to discuss today as we have one of my colleagues, Dr. Carly, joining us today. Our main event is going to be over one of her niche chiropractic techniques called Blair. Some call it Blair Care, a little Blair flair. We'll get into that as we go on here. We'll discuss her favorite supplement of the week. It's going to be our supplement spotlight of the week. It's going to be Bone Matrix. Now, I'm not really sure, you know, what Bone Matrix does. i can take a good guess at it, but she's going to really hone things in and give us some information about that. And, of course, we're going to end it with trivia time. It's the part you guys all love. We'll have a little more interaction since Dr. Carly is going to be joining us today. But with that, I will bring in Dr. Carly and let her uh, kind of introduce herself here. She's had some big things go on since graduation, so welcome, Carly.
1: Hello, Connor.
0: How's uh, how's life been since graduation?
1: Oh, uh, well, I've had a lot of fun things that happened for me in 2020. Um, one thing, we bought a house in January, so shortly before I graduated. Um, that was a fun learning experience.
0: And where are you living at?
1: In Owine, Iowa, so northeast Iowa. Okie doke. Yeah.
0: And uh, you got married, eh?
1: Yep, and then I got married in September to my husband, Nate. That was fun.
0: It was fun. I was at that wedding. Me and a couple other colleagues we graduated with made the trek down to a little tiny Owain, Iowa. It was a uh, beautiful wedding, great reception. Of course, we tried to do all this stuff with COVID in mind, and we still got together and we're able to gather with friends in a safe and uh, you know respectable fashion of social distancing yep now tell me a little more about this house i mean you got some projects going on there i see uh you've sent me some pictures of some shiplap some dog wash things what do you got
1: oh yeah we've really transformed this house from kind of an old-fashioned house into a new kind of hip house put a lot of shiplap in we have currently two walls going in on number three here hopefully soon put a fence in for the dog so that's really nice and we also put a dog bath in so that's really convenient
0: before we even get any farther we got to talk about these furry four-legged animals of ours <laughs> now yes. i think you got a new addition coming to the family but tell me about the other ones first
1: So we have Rue. She is almost, she turns three this year, if you can believe that. Um, She's a double doodle. She's my baby. And then we have Vincent, who is our one-year-old cat that we adopted. He is something special. Something special. And then we just actually, um, we're getting a golden doodle. So she will be coming in the middle of February.
0: Ooh, got any names for that new golden doodle?
1: Uh, currently, her name is Little Burrito. Until we pick one, we're waiting for her to get a little older.
0: Little Burrito. Little Let's talk burrito. about this. We uh, we're obviously up in Wisconsin here, and a lot of Packer fans here. You guys are pretty close with the the Packer family. Sure are. Yeah, hence sure Vincent's are. name. Correct.
1: Yep, Vincent Lombardi. White and His name when he's in trouble.
0: Uh oh, which is never often, right?
1: Oh, it's all the time, all oh the boy. time he's in trouble.
0: You guys excited about the Packer game this weekend? Sure are. You know, last time, last time I discussed the Packer game on here, I think I might have jinxed him, So I hope that did not just happen. But
1: don't do that. My husband will be very upset.
0: Oh, I'm going to be upset. I'm going to be sitting there on Saturday <laughs> with my Packers Snuggy and. Praying that they can beat the Rams. It's weird that it's on a Saturday this week, so that's gonna that's gonna throw off my stuff. But um, let's talk about this. Okay. You know, you graduated. Yeah. You know, what's what's practice like? I mean, I think you you opened up your own kind of practice. Tell me a little bit about that since graduation.
1: Yeah. So I actually so moved back to my hometown here in Owain. Um I became an independent contractor within a clinic in a existing clinic that's been here for quite some time been pretty interesting as far as becoming a new doctor in 2020 with a pandemic going on been a good learning experience and it's actually kind of been a great experience just to learn the ins and outs of the clinic and learning how everything works on kind of slower days that we didn't have as many patients. So that was kind of a good thing to have. but
0: now are we talking like uh, insurance <laughs> stuff, business management, what kind of stuff are we learning on those slower days?
1: Kind of a little bit of everything. I learned a lot about insurance. I worked for a clinic prior to going to chiropractic school, so I knew quite a bit. But I've never, as a practitioner, gotten to know that kind of side of things. And so I was able to learn from the other doctor how to do notes properly for insurance companies and just kind of go from there as far as what insurance companies want. And also just learn the management of how everything flows within the office because every office is just a little bit different, and so that was good to know that part too going into it.
0: For sure, for sure. You know, I mean, are you are you happy with the decision? Do you enjoy being an independent contractor? Is it, you know is it is it working out pretty well?
1: Yeah, it's actually went great. So with an independent contract, it's cool because I get to make the decisions as far as like what my patients need. And so we work very closely together. If I have an idea for a patient and he bounces ideas off me for patients. Um, it's always nice to have another doctor in there that we can kind of reference each other.
0: For sure. And I have three other docs here in the clinic with me. So of course we're always bouncing things back and forth and, you know, I've yet to get into the idea of bouncing ideas, you know, of colleagues like you and things like that, but, uh, definitely something I should get into into the future here.
1: Yeah.
0: Now tell me this. Yeah. You learned a little bit about ordering some MRIs too.
1: Yeah, so that was something like in school we always talked about as far as like, oh, you have to order MRIs, but they never actually taught you how to order the MRI or how to go about it. And so that was a big thing is because if we have like a low back patient with radiating leg pain or a patient with neck pain that goes down into their arms, that's something that we want to see the MRI. And so as a chiropractor, we can actually order those. And so that was super beneficial to learn.
0: For sure. Well, let's delve right into it, into our main event here, yeah. Charles. Talk to me a little bit about Blair care. I know it's a, uh, you know, it's usually upper cervical stuff, and you know, I don't think there's cracks and pops in it, but you know, go ahead and, and fill us listeners in.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Blair upper cervical care is a technique that I kind of fell in love with while I was at Palmer College of Chiropractic. Um, It is basically an upper cervical technique, but it goes actually all the way down to the sixth neck bone. Um, So I do a full analysis based off of eight different x-rays, three of which are just standard x-rays that all chiropractors take for the neck. And then the other five x-rays are specific to the Blair um, technique. As part of the Blair technique, I'm looking at each joint, seeing the asymmetries on each side. So that's kind of the cool part because there might be a patient with like a 50 degree angle neck joint angle on one side and then a 20 degree on the other side and so I want to be able to see those and another big thing that with the upper cervical this specific technique does is it not only looks at the bone as it's going backwards but it can also go forwards and so that was really a huge change for me as my care when I got into the Blair technique that really changed my migraines and headaches so
0: no, I think from the template of uh, stuff we've created here to discuss today, we're going to talk about some of that anterior movement in one of your cases you've seen. So I can't wait to hear about that because most of the time we think about bones moving in a posterior or towards the back position. So it's definitely something different and, you know, something that Blair Care can definitely take into uh, into consideration. Yeah, absolutely. Now like I said, there's no cracking, popping, pulling, none of that scary stuff that some patients are hesitant about. Is that correct?
1: Correct. So the patient, what they do is they lay on their side with their head on a drop piece. So they just lay there. I set up my stance in my like adjusting arm to the angles that I find based off of the x-rays And then what happens is I essentially do a toggle. So it's just a light adjustment that allows the headpiece to drop. And that's all you will feel in here.
0: And, you know, I know we just spit a lot at you, or Carly did, about, you know, what toggle, blares, all this stuff, drop tables. Mm -hmm. You know, I'll put up a a picture of this stuff onto our uh, Facebook and Instagram pages so we can actually get a kind of a better idea of what's going on. That makes me also think maybe we should put a picture of Carly, her husband, and some of the doggos on there.
1: Ooh, yeah. Ooh,
0: I know. So fancy.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) So you said, you know, you do focus all the way down to the sixth neck bone. Do you adjust the rest of the spine as well?
1: Yes. So I actually still assess the entire full spine. I still learned full spine chiropractic care at school. And so I do think that some patients at the time and place do need that full spine adjustment. And then I also still assess extremities too. So your arms, your legs, everything like that, I do still look at regardless if they're upper cervical or not.
0: And that's one thing too, I want to make sure that we get through to our listeners the fact that, yeah, people go to a chiropractor for back pain, of course. Oh, I threw up my back, whatever. But there's situations where we can take care of things like elbows, wrists, knees, ankles. I just saw a young kid today that has a uh, ankle contracture. So there's lots of different stuff that we can do sometimes not fully just adjusting like you'd see you know typical yanking on a body part or something but it's more so specific trigger point work kind of stuff like that absolutely so tell me this yeah why blair care you know i mean you (laughs) i you went into it in your own practice i know you have a little bit of history with it tell me tell me all about why you picked blair care
1: yeah, so I personally struggled with migraines since I was about 11 years old. I've been under chiropractic care since I was two days old. My mom actually worked for a chiropractor um, for about 15 years, and so I've, I've been a huge believer in chiropractic my whole life. Um, I've had the migraines, and the chiropractic care had always helped with, like, keeping them at a minimum, but they never really went away. When I was at chiropractic school, is when they got significantly worse, and due to the like stress and the studying and all of that. And then one day I went in for an adjustment with one of my interns in the student clinic, Dr. Paige Nelson. Shout out to her. Um, Shout out. She recommended upper cervical care. And at the time, I had thought, like, there's no way that just you adjusting my neck is actually going to help everything else. And so, to my surprise, within a week of getting upper cervical care and at that time it was just toggle care which is a different form of upper cervical care my migraines have had actually significantly reduced not only in like how intense they were but also in the frequency then after about three four months of care of toggle she moved over into the outpatient clinic which then allowed her to do this Blair upper cervical technique and that ended up being actually my saving grace because after about six months of consistent care with the, mi- the upper cervical care, my migraines were completely gone. Um, I had been at the point that I never really imagined my life without the migraines. And so this was incredible to me to not have pain in my neck and the migraines of vomiting and not being able to sit in a lighted room. So that was a huge difference for me.
0: Don't you still have one big pain in your neck?
1: Yeah, you sometimes.
0: Oh come on! I'm talking to hubby there. Hey now.
1: Yeah, him too, I suppose.
0: <laughs> you know now, we talked about the outpatient clinic. That's where we start seeing patients from the community at school. When you were in there, um, you know, tell us a little bit about your mentor. I know I've I've met a little bit, uh, you know, interacted with Dr. Todd Hubbard just a smidge, but you were a little or a lot closer to him than I was. So tell me a little yeah. bit about that relationship.
1: Yeah, so actually it was pretty cool because Dr. Hubbard, he was uh, my doc who I was under at Palmer, and he taught me essentially everything I have known about Blair Upper Cervical Care. I did a bunch of different um, extracurricular activities outside of school doing that, and then I've been to actually the Blair Seminar out in San Francisco, so I got to learn from a lot of doctors out there, and then he actually originally had his own Blair practice back where he was originally from and so that was cool because he had that experience and he brought that into the clinic and helped teach us
0: and you still keep in touch with him quite often
1: yeah actually i probably every few weeks i talk to him or if i have a complicated patient that i'm not quite sure what to do with i will contact him and he's great at getting back to me and letting me know what he thinks because i mean to me he's almost like the master of Blair upper cervical care so
0: you probably text him while well, you text me dang it
1: Probably.
0: <laughs> For our listeners out there, most of the time, Doctor Carly and myself speak. Usually bachelorette, bachelor related kind of discussions. We are sure quite fans of the the sappy show. Sometimes it's great having emotion and drama in someone else's life and sitting down with a nice <laughs> bottle of wine and letting that letting that be. Now tell me this too. You know, yeah. what what is your You know, we'll start with ideal kind of patient. I mean, do you work with kids? Do you work with older people? Is there any kind of specific niche patient that you'd see?
1: So my biggest thing was I never wanted – I wanted a family practice. So I wanted to start when they're babies and watch them grow as they get older. Um, Yeah, I love babies. So I generally will see any type of patient from – I mean, I had a 91-year-old last week. So that was, I mean – at all age ranges at that point. But um, kids can also be treated upper cervically, whether or not they're, they get the Blair technique. I generally won't take their x-rays until they're about eight years old. And so I kind of wait with them and just see how regular chiropractic care can affect them. And it's great.
0: For sure. And even like you said, you know, we don't want to be zapping radiation to some of these kids. You know, even if we do have a kid that has significant neck pain unless there's like a traumatic thing there, most of us aren't going to take an X ray just because we'd like to let their bodies fully grow and decrease any exposure to radiation as they do age.
1: Correct. Yeah.
0: Now things that that Blair really takes care of. I mean, you know, are we talking Vertigo, menieres, what kind of I mean? What kind of stuff have you really seen? There?
1: Yeah, so it actually can help a ton of different things. Um, there's so many nerves that actually come right out of the base of the skull there, and so it can help with anything from menieres disease, vertigo. You can have tinnitus, just regular old neck neck pain and arthritis. Um, it actually can help low back pain, believe it or not. The nerves that come out of the neck also control the muscles all the way down in the low back, and so I have seen patients with low back pain that they get their neck adjusted and that low back pain goes away. So that's also really cool to see.
0: You guys might think that's some voodoo <laughs> stuff right there, but of course, what's, I mean, what controls everything? The brain. Yep. What's the first point that we can have irritation in the spinal cords, the neck right there. So of course, if I always give my patients this analogy as if the, uh, if we're trying to water flowers and the hose isn't actually on it, the spigot, we're not getting any water coming out of that hose. So check right where it's coming out make sure his flow is happening
1: absolutely
0: quick little side thing here any work with uh, tmj for patients with blair
1: yeah i actually quite a bit of it so um jaw pain is what tmj is and it actually all of the nerves that come out of that neck go right into that jaw and so if there's something not properly functioning with those nerves then it's the same thing with like the low back That we got to figure out the neck issue first and then we'll work with the jaw itself
0: For sure. I actually just made a uh, post on our chiropractic Facebook page about some TMJ pain because I think I've seen like six patients in the last three weeks that had TMJ pain. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, what is going on? And of course, (laughs) it's so uh, common. Right. And, you know, um, there's a direct correlation between the misalignment of C2 and Mm -hmm. uh, jaw pain. So, of course, I'm sure that's something you guys analyze there. Sure do. But, uh, You know, I enjoy learning about Blair Care. It's fun stuff. It's fun to kind of delve into something that I knew a little bit about but don't know everything about, of course. People have their niche techniques, and that's what makes you special and different. And, you know, it's awesome that you still do the typical Palmer package stuff when necessary. But absolutely, keep trekking in the world of Blair Care. Yeah. Now, tell me about, let's say, let's make up most interesting case since graduation? I've had a couple of really interesting ones. I wanna hear what your most interesting one's been.
1: Yeah, so as part of my upper cervical practice, um, the most interesting I've had since uh, graduation, graduation is actually an upper cervical patient with vertigo. Um, so vertigo is actually like dizziness during movement. There's something going on possibly in the ear slash in the neck. Um, this patient has had vertigo for years. She's actually been to several different doctors and has had no results that have lasted. Um, she originally was getting vertigo multiple times a day. So uh, mostly in like the morning when like she got up and sat up is when the vertigo got it, was its worst. And then it got so bad to the point while she was driving, she had to pull over and sit on the side of the road because she was so afraid that she was so dizzy that she was going to get in a car accident. Uh, She got her exam, she got the Blair x-rays and I analyzed all of it and then she got one adjustment and the vertigo was gone for an entire day and for her to have an entire day with relief was huge for her. Uh, she's been under care now for about three weeks, and she's only getting vertigo for about 30 seconds only when she wakes up in the morning. So, when she initially sits up, I mentioned earlier that not only the bone can go backwards, but it can also go forward. Her very top neck bone, so C1, actually has a double anterior, so both sides have, have went forward. So, there's been compression on that brain stem right there, and that was causing issues with her ears. And so, she was getting the vertigo and the dizziness from that. And so, she, changing that and has helped a ton with our balance
0: for sure and that's what we said you know sometimes the bones do move anteriorly a technique like Blair care is going to be much more effective than your typical chiropractic adjustment you know I do have a couple of patients that have things like vertigo and I usually use a maneuver like Epley's do you ever use Epley's in there you know for for listeners out there it's kind of a uh, move to help release the They're called otoliths, stones in the ear fluid so that we don't feel that dizziness. Do you have any, you know, times you use that?
1: Yeah, so I've actually used that on her and she had experience, she had experience with that in the past with other doctors and that's when she really didn't have much relief. So on her first visit when we didn't adjust, I did do that. Um, So if her neck was holding and all of a sudden she's still getting the vertigo, then I would obviously assess in that way as well.
0: For sure. Well, we'll wrap up a little bit of our Blair Care talk there and uh, segue into our Supplement Spotlight of the Week. Thanks for teaching us all about Blair Care. If you guys do have any questions, Carly will drop all of her information at the end of today's episode, so stay tuned for that. But let's jump right into our Supplement Spotlight of the Week. This week's going to be Bone Matrix. And like I said, I've... I could probably take a guess at what Bone Matrix does, improving bone health, building, you know, hardening bones. But Carly, take it away since this is your favorite supplement in your clinic.
1: Yeah, so I've actually seen a lot of patients with osteopenia or osteoporosis. So what that is, is they're losing their bone mass. Um, This is generally older individuals who either are women that have went through menopause. Um, It's pretty common in in women like that. And so what this supplement does is it actually helps build and harden the bones. My own personal story is that my mom had osteoporosis that was all of a sudden diagnosed. She was lucky that she never had any broken bones or anything like that. Um, but she started taking this and within six months, her bone density had went in the right direction versus going in the wrong direction. And so that was a huge thing for her is like, she wasn't at risk of breaking her bones at a fall. Um, these individuals tend to have a hard time absorbing calcium and so what happens is this supplement has all the nutrients in it that are needed to absorb those calcium and so that way they're not at risk for breaking bones after a small little fall like that
0: and you know you you nail it on the head there where you know we have small little falls i'm actually just ending my day here and my last patient today said a, a kid she watches kids and a kid pulled a pillow out of her hand and she took a little fall on her us. you know it's stuff mm-hmm. like that where if you are osteoporotic or osteopenic something like that may cause some you know could have caused a fracture if you are to that point so this yep. bone matrix is is pretty good yeah now what's the company that makes this and where can these guys buy it if they're interested
1: So it's a Nutri-West supplement, and you can find it on pureformulas.com. I do know quite a few chiropractic clinics that do sell this um, brand of supplement, and so if you just ask other chiropractic clinics, you may find out that they have this or something similar to it.
0: Now, of course, you know, before starting something like this, contact your primary care physician or some provider near you just to make sure that we are doing things in the correct fashion. Absolutely. Yeah, we know what we're talking about, but let just, you know, we don't know everything about a situation. So with that, you know, are there any contraindications, meaning, you know, reasons you wouldn't want to take this?
1: Yeah. So there's some people that obviously, like Connor said, is talk to your primary care physician and just discuss with them. Um, my mom's primary care physician is all for it so that she didn't have to get any, like, Um, shots or anything to help with the bone or any medication and so she was all on board for it but if you have anything such as like gout or easily forming kidney stones cancer anything like that obviously you want to discuss that with your primary care physician because they're the one that knows your medical history the best
0: for sure so like we said you can find that supplement at pureformulas.com it's a nutri supplement the bone matrix helps build and harden bones thanks for that there carly you know we enjoy you reaching out of course i can <laughs> always talk about the supplements i take and the ones that i prescribe to patients but it's things like this that help educate people and you know get the word out on different avenues of healthcare, which chiropractic is all about you know what time it is carly i
1: bet it's trivia time
0: trivia time you guys have been waiting for it this whole time we're sick of talking about serious stuff let's have some fun <laughs> stuff here I got three questions for you today. The first one, of course, deals with your favorite thing in the world besides the Packers, your dogs, and Nate. <laughs> and that's, that's going to be coffee.
1: Yes, I love coffee.
0: Which country produces the most coffee in the world? What do you think?
1: I'm going to go with Germany.
0: Germany, no, they make the most beer now. Ireland actually probably makes the most beer. Yeah, that's quite true. But Brazil, come on. Brazil? Carls, Brazil oh, my doesn't. gosh. I don't know. Don't you see Brazil on all the labels when you buy all your coffee stuff?
1: I don't look at the labels. I just love the coffee. doesn't no, you're matter. A, you're
0: a Starbucks girl. You just give me a grande mochaccino or something, right?
1: Mm. No, I'm a just straight folders made at home. Creamer? Oh, yeah. Peppermint mocha, baby.
0: Oh, no, mm. it's past the holidays, we can't be doing that. I'll
1: still drink it.
0: Middle of summer you still can drink it? Yeah. Oh boy. We got an addict. <laughs> Alright, on to our second question. As most of us modern age kids have, you got an iPhone. I know we I get those blue little bubbles instead of those annoying green ones whenever we text. But what year was the first model of the iPhone actually released?
1: So i got to think logically about this. So I was probably in middle school, I would say, when they first came out. So I would say 2007, 2008.
0: Did you look up that answer?
1: No. I mean, I feel like that's when it was probably it.
0: Well, ding, 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 you are correct. 2007 is when the first model of the (laughs) iPhone was released. And Lord knows that thing looked like a brick compared yeah. to phones these days and i remember just the technology the way technology goes i mean you know someone brought up the fact that they had music on a, an old ipod the other day and i'm like an ipod like, <laughs> you
1: have one <laughs> you still
0: have one that works i mean i remember when ipod touches were the hot thing to go yeah and now we're on phones that it can do a million and two things absolutely okay so we're one for two let's see if we can wrap up on a good note here okay this is gonna be about your uh Your furry four legged animals. Uh oh. In what year was the first double doodle created?
1: All right, Connor. I've done a lot of research as far as what double doodles are in the first place because I didn't know at first.
0: All right, Carly, I'll buckle up for this. What do you got?
1: All right. So when I first originally started looking, they're actually called American doodles because double doodles were breeded here in the United States.
0: You mean bred here?
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> um, and so when I was researching this, if I remember correctly, it was in like 1975,
0: 1975 is that right i'll give you a plus or minus two it was 1973 Uh aha so we'll go with a two for three yes the first double doodle was created in 1973 and it was actually created in america like she said with her facts so good job with your research there i guess that's what happens when you really love your animals hey
1: i do love them yes
0: that that like i said we'll probably post a picture of carly her husband and uh i don't know do you got a picture with you guys in the new pup yet
1: no we don't she's okay. only three weeks old
0: <laughs> well we'll get you guys a picture of at least uh vincent and rue with these goofballs so you can get a picture of at least who we're talking with today but you know before we wrap things up here carly i want you to drop your information about you know where people can reach you at you know if they want to get a hold of you again where you're located at and your address your clinic
1: yeah so i am located in owain iowa Um, Our phone number to the clinic is 319-283-3824. And again, my name is Dr. Carly Weideman, and that's where you can find me at.
0: And the name of your clinic is?
1: Owen Chiropractic Clinic.
0: Simple, easy, sweet. Just like that. Yep. Tell me one thing before we, we sign off here. What's up? What's your favorite thing about being a chiropractor so far?
1: Yeah. So my favorite thing about being a chiropractor is actually just getting to know my patients and then educating them on chiropractic care because as much as I know about chiropractic care, patients don't know everything. And so it's fun to just let them know all the fun little things that chiropractic care can help with. And so that's probably my favorite part.
0: For sure. Connecting with patients, educating them. It's really fun. It's even more fun for me when, you know, you educate them and they, you know, that that light bulb goes off, you know, it's like hey, I don't have to live with this chronic back pain, chronic headaches, chronic migraines, yada, yada, yada. The list goes on and on.
1: sure does. So
0: definitely, definitely good stuff there. Well, Carla, we thank you for joining us today. You know, maybe we'll uh, have her back on if she ever is willing to talk to us again. We, should, we could do a whole episode just on our talks about The Bachelor, but, you know, we'll leave that to the professional other podcasters.
1: Sure could.
0: <laughs> um, but, again, thanks, Carly, for joining us. We really appreciate it. And, uh, like I said, if you need to get a hold of her, we'll probably drop our, her information on our Facebook and Instagram pages as well. So if you're interested in Blair Care, give her a call. Thanks for joining, Carly.
1: Thanks, Dr. Keating.
0: Word so you guys you know that's the end of our episode today if you guys do want to you know hear about some different subjects different topics have questions about what we discussed today reach out to us whether it's on instagram or facebook our handles are at official Cairo Corner or send us an email at CairoCornerPodcast at gmail.com and of course as always we ask to share this with a family member you know whether it's for Blair Care whether it's for you know health and wellness updates but just share with a family member or a friend that you think would benefit from any chiropractic care and just the idea of health and wellness. Now, you know, our next week topic, I'm going to probably talk about a little bit about self-adjusting and some posture. I know there's a lot of people out there that are ranking on their necks, twisting, and popping, and kind of discuss a little bit about that, as well as some posture, especially since everyone these days is staying at home, working from home, and our ergonomic posture is, to say the least, lacking. So with that, we've reached the end of today's road. Listen up next week to see which turn we make at the intersection of health and wellness. Until next time, care and listeners, see you then.